I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Rain and thunderstorms likely tonight, the low 49. The Carmadale City Council Tuesday approved amending an ordinance related to disorderly conduct. The ordinance now reads, Someone cannot be within 8 feet of another person in a 100-foot radius from the entrance door of all hospitals, medical clinics, and health care facilities to distribute leaflets, display a sign, orally protest, or counsel without consent. The change was prompted by daily protests at Carbondale's two reproductive health care providers and calls to police for trespassing and disorderly conduct at those locations. Lee Stevens is a staff attorney for the pro-life group Coalition Life. She told the city council the ordinance appears to be biased. My guess is that the intention of this body and instructions to law enforcement is to only apply this ordinance to those who hold the pro-life view. City Councilwoman Ginger Rice Sanders said she and her colleagues have to protect the rights of those seeking medical care and the rights of those who want to protest. Our uh, society is very violent now. People are just doing strange things. You have to set barriers. Coalition Life representatives told the council they plan to take the city of Carbondale to court over the matter. Illinois lawmakers have approved a sweeping measure that provides protections around abortion and gender-affirming care. State Senator Terry Bryant of Murfreesboro says the measure blocks other states that outlaw abortion care from prosecuting and extraditing people. Now we're going to say that there are doctors in other states who have performed illegal acts. I understand that you may not agree with whether or not it should have been illegal in another state, but the fact is that that is a doctor who is performing an act in another state, and we're going to ask them to come to Illinois, and in fact, we're going to expedite their licenses in order to do that. The new measure also mandates insurers fully cover drugs used in abortion procedures, gender-affirming care, and HIV treatment. The Illinois House of Representatives held their inauguration ceremony this afternoon on the University of Illinois Springfield campus to officially kick off the 103rd session of the Illinois General Assembly. State Representative Dave Severin is entering his fourth term in the House. The Benton Republican says as a member of the super minority, he's hoping for the best. I know it's going to be uh, a challenge, but looking forward to uh, working together with the people on our side of the aisle, bringing attention to the people on the other side of the aisle, the concerns that, that we have and the opportunities to do something good for the state of Illinois. Another Southern Illinois GOP representative, Patrick Windhorst of Metropolis, says he's anxious to represent his constituents with conservative values as he begins his third term. Well, I think we need to look at to reduce the tax burden as best we can, reduce government as best we can, and to make Illinois a better place to live, work, and raise a family. GOP State Representative Paul Jacobs of Pomona is beginning his second term in Springfield. The Illinois General Assembly passed the Protect Illinois Communities Act on Tuesday, a bill that bans military-style assault rifles and puts limits on other weapons. Illinois becomes the ninth state to approve this type of gun control measure. Sherry Wilson with the Illinois chapter of Moms Demand Action says the bill contains many of the elements her group wanted in a gun control measure. It addresses gun suicide, assault weapons, and getting the serial numbers onto these weapons is really important, and that's one of the things that we pushed for. Wilson says Moms Demand Action was created shortly after the Sandy Hook shooting took place in December 2012, and many of its members have connections to people killed or injured in mass shootings. Second Amendment advocates are vowing to sue. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.